Live from NPR News, I'm Jack Spear. White House spokesperson Jen Psaki says despite the lack of an agreement so far, administration officials remain confident an infrastructure improvement project will eventually be hammered out. Psaki referring to President Biden's experience in the Senate and the fact that putting together an acceptable piece of legislation can be a lengthy and messy process. The president has a benefit of 36 years in the Senate where he has seen that the sausage making is messy. It takes time. There are ups and downs in the roller coaster. We're right in the middle of the sausage making. Sankey says it's too early to rule out working with Republicans on the infrastructure spending bill, though reportedly the two sides remain far apart. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention in Atlanta says age groups with higher vaccination rates have seen bigger drops in COVID-19 cases, hospitalizations and deaths. A new report from the agency says adults over 65 saw the biggest drop in the early days of the vaccine rollout. From member station WABE in Atlanta, Sam Whitehead has more. CDC researchers tracked coronavirus infections, hospitalizations and deaths from late 2020 to spring of this year. Agency head Dr. Rochelle Walensky says older Americans, prioritized at the start of the vaccine rollout, saw the biggest benefits. We observed larger declines in COVID-19 cases, emergency department visits, hospitalizations and deaths in adults over age 65 than in adults aged 18 to 49 who are less likely to be vaccinated. That, the report suggests, speaks to the potential impact of getting more people vaccinated across age groups. The CDC says nearly 52% of Americans have received one dose. For NPR News, I'm Sam Whitehead in Atlanta. Some of the world's most popular websites were down for a time today. As NPR's David Gurra reports, it was due to a problem at a cloud services company. CNN, The New York Times, these are among dozens of sites that wouldn't load on Tuesday. Several payment processors also experienced problems, including PayPal and Stripe, along with Amazon, Reddit, and Twitch. The company Fastly is responsible. Its technology is designed to make websites load more quickly. The company positions cache data closer to web users. It took Fastly about an hour to diagnose what it's calling a technical issue that affected its data centers around the world. The company spokesperson tells NPR everything is now working normally across its global network. David Gura. NPR News, New York. U.S. employers posted a record 9.3 million job openings in April as the U.S. economy starts to reopen with more people vaccinated against the coronavirus. Openings jumped 12 percent from March, though employers were not able to fill all of those openings. Hotels and restaurants posted the biggest increase in job openings. Stocks bounced around between modest gains and losses to close mixed today. The Dow down 30 points to 34,599. The Nasdaq rose 43 points today. This is NPR. Israel has offered to help rebuild the Associated Press offices in Gaza after they were taken out in a targeted airstrike by the Israeli military last month. That's according to a statement issued today from Israel's ambassador to the U.S. Paris Kat Lansdorf has more from Jerusalem. Ambassador Gilad Erdan visited the AP offices in New York over the weekend to explain to top executives why Israel bombed the high-rise that housed their Gaza office. The building was completely demolished after a warning from Israel prompted its evacuation. Israel claims that the building was being used by Hamas militants. In a statement, the AP called the meeting, quote, positive and constructive, but said they had not yet received evidence that Hamas was in the building. The AP has asked for an independent investigation, saying they had no indication of a Hamas presence there. Erdan tweeted that Israel will assist in rebuilding the Gaza office, but didn't say how. 
Kat Lonsdorf, NPR News, Jerusalem. The Virginia State Supreme Court has heard arguments on whether the state has the right to take down a 131-year-old statue of Confederate General Robert E. Lee. The court considering two lawsuits challenging Governor Ralph Northam's plan to remove the large bronze equestrian statue of Lee that sits at a traffic circle on Richmond's Monument Avenue. The monument is increasingly seen as a symbol of white supremacy and black oppression. The court will decide whether the state is legally bound by a state decision in 1889 to accept ownership of it and protect it as a monument to the Confederate general. And repeating this hour's top story, negotiations now have supposedly ended between President Biden and congressional Republicans over U.S. infrastructure investment program. I'm Jack Spear, NPR News.